in this episode of Diving Deep AF podcast. The doc- relationship podcast. Dr. Kalen mm-hmm. and Mike talk about making love deposits. And why we think it's bullshit. So this is another episode in the bullshit files. Have you heard about this concept of you need to make love deposits in the bank of your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say what I'm no. making money. Because it doesn't make it it doesn't, it doesn't earn make- it doesn't it doesn't earn any interest in our <laughs> <laughs> the market's looking a little shaky. I don't know. No, you're not going to get a return on investment in that no, one. I don't know, baby. Oh maybe okay, we need so, to get a life insurance policy. <laughs> well, hey, that's the only thing that'll work here. <laughs> Somebody's going to get murdered. Oh my God, Jesus. Okay, anyhow. Wow. We talk about making love deposits and why we feel that's complete bullshit. Yeah, and uh, it's a twisting, turning conversation. We also talk about Mike's amazing parents who've been married for 55 years and how we have shared with them some of the things from the previous episodes of the Bullshit Files and how they were totally horrified yeah. about the things that were coming across on the interwebs about relationships that they obviously wholeheartedly disagree with. They've never had a fight we need in to the entirety the of the relationship. I know we will. Yeah. I, I told you I want to book out a studio and we can all just sit around the four of us. That'd be so funny. And have an amazing conversation. My mom would be like, Reels for days will come my from mom that. Like, I made snacks for everyone. <laughs> That's so cute. She, she would totally come with totally snacks. Do it, she? Yeah. Anyway, so that's the intro to this episode. That's it, right? Sit back and enjoy. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. We didn't explain what keep it. F- we should do that now. Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna let them hang. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we keep it fresh, but we tell you what that means yeah, keep, later. Keep it fresh, like Tom Selleck. Yeah. Okay. You're listening <laughs> to the Diving Deep AF podcast, and. This is the third podcast we recorded this weekend. And it's all in the bullshit files. It has We're been. geeking out on this. We are. We found our new groove. Stella got her groove back. <laughs> Dr. Kalen gets spicy. It's amazing. I'm already uh, hot. But you are fucking like, hot. It's warm in here now. Oh, uh, well, do you want to go turn on the fan now? No, because the people can't be... They can't hear. They that can't way. be bothered. No, we, we got so we, we got we got to sacrifice so we for have the greater to, good. We have to be hot so they can't be bothered. Yeah. Okay. Well, how many times have we had an episode where we're like it's getting hot in here and we're like sweating, <laughs> but we're not stuck to those sweaty chairs anymore? Yeah. You remember? Oh my God! You sing that. It was the best. Yeah. Because, oh my gosh. Okay. The hot ass chairs. Yeah. Anyways, you're Dr. Kalen. I am. I'm Mike. And we're gonna fucking do this. The Bullshit Files. Yes. Is this episode three or two of The Bullshit Files? This is files? the third Bullshit File. Yeah. And this is one we've talked about for months. And it's the concept of... Oh, man. I can already... Okay. Yeah, I'm you, already anticipating you're, you're, you're what people ready? are going to think about this. Okay. It's... Are, are you... Oh, no, look at you. I'm, you're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's the concept that I heard about and told Mike about, to which you trashed, which I loved, <laughs> um, <laughs> that you like consider your relationship like a bank... And you're making... Like a business. Yes. You're making love deposits. And we're going to talk about why we don't love this. It's so horrible. Let's give your... Let's hear your insights a little bit first. Because when we first talked about this, you really spun it in a way that I appreciated. And I think it really adds light and depth to how we feel about relationships. And I totally understand relationship dynamics where, like, you do have to be mindful because you got to put those love deposits in. But there's a problem that you are facing if that's what you have to remind yourself to do <laughs> like okay so the one caveat that i did add that i did say that i remember because i think that this was like friday 
mm-hmm. right? And this is Sunday now. But the one thing that made sense was like, oh, well, and it's like we schedule sex. Like Friday is our guaranteed we sex don't, night. But... We don't. Yeah, we don't. Like just we as a universal. <laughs> yeah. So there are couples out there that have kids that are very busy lives, but Friday night is sex night. Mm-hmm. So... My my caveat was, yeah, so you get worked up to that. You look forward to Friday night. You guys send each other dirty texts, and you Mm kind of, like, build on it. I think that's really cool in the dynamic where you're busy, especially if you have kids. Well, and that's fun, and that's intent to connect. Correct. And that's, like, coming together, like, as a team, hopefully. Yeah, and that that wasn't... When I when I heard love deposits, I'm like, that's the one thing that this that doesn't count as love deposits. Nope, that's not what a love deposit is. This one is, like... You got a piggy bank with love coins in it <laughs> and, and and you're well you're keeping score yeah and part of that what bothers me is well like well hey i send kaylin notes mm-hmm. and i ex- and now i expect her to give you know write me notes or do but something nice you're also nice. giving the notes because you're seeing that as like this is why in the yeah. background there's some level of like not mean manipulation but you're 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 working back behind the scenes like in your brain with like a nice. strategy yeah. To like, oh, I got to make my love deposit, so I'm going to go ahead and do a letter or two or ten. Now, you and I always have in our minds, like, you know, I want to love this person. Like you doing my dishwasher tonight. Yeah. You know, making hella love deposits, right? So on some <laughs> level, you are making love deposits, but you're not doing it in that way. It's like, I love you. I want to do things for you. I'm not you. doing it to keep track or keep score. To get that or- savings account. Exactly. Fluffy I'm not, so that I'm not in times build an of need, rate. I can, like you know, take out some more. You can't be mad at me. I do. I do your dishes. Oh that kind God. of shit. Yeah, and it, it just seems very. You're doing it transactional. Yeah. It, there's nothing. There's no. It's not really love behind it. It's transactional. It's like, well, if I don't meditated. It's. I think the way I I like it in my head sometimes is like you hold the door open to somebody for somebody, mm-hmm. and you get pissed. That you don't say thank that they don't say thank you. So you're seeing it as um, I was talking to a friend about this recently who had a relationship like this where it is very transactional and you're like have to keep track of like well I've done these things and they've done those things and we're you know trying to keep it even but there's all kinds of problems inside of that. That's not that's not how love isn't something that you track tangibly like accounting wise. And it's not something in my opinion that you're like oh. Better make sure I put my love deposits in because, you know, otherwise we might have problems in the relationship. Oh, we're going to be disconnected today if I don't tell her that she's beautiful. Right. So it's like all the things you're doing are... Well, see, I see in two ways. All the things you're... doing for the right reason. Right. But then at the same time, I'm motivated by love where, like, I want you to feel loved. I want to keep that love-o-meter... Hi, so like in that regard, you could say it, but I tend to it not as like a deposit. You do it because you want to, not because you have to or need to, right? To maintain a balance or you feeling good about the relationship or me feeling good about the relationship. Yeah, this is like forced acts of love. Yep, that like your therapist would assign you or something, and so then you're like, cool, let's work on our home that worked this week. Do you feel like I adequately deposited love into your account? This, like, you know, I've just been in relationship. Can you, you know, maybe you have two where you're like, let's do these things to see if they work. And meanwhile, like, where's the, that's what we talked about. 
you're like, where's the heart in that? Yeah. Like, this is not a business. This is not like something that you're depositing into or strategizing There's no around. There's behind it. Like, this is right. like, oh, like, I have to cut the grass this week. I have to take the kids to school. I got to do all this. Those are all transactions. Mm-hmm. Those are all, like, things you have to do to maintain your life or whatever else. Like, what's going on? Those are the responsibilities. If you start to treat your relationship... Yep, that's what it is. Like, like a responsibility. Like, the these are my daily re- relationship tests. Yeah. I get up. I kiss my wife because even though she's got bad breath. I go brush my teeth. I take a dump. I go take a shower. And then I go bring her her coffee because mm. I'm a good person. Right, the intentions are backwards. Yeah, it's it's you're not, not you're not leading natural. from the heart. You're lead, it's it almost feels like you're leading from fear because if you don't do those things, the relationship falls apart. Yeah, fear or what are you like a sociopath? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where are your feelings? Like, you didn't love me today. You didn't bring me my coffee. That means you oh don't gosh. love me. Oh my god! Do you think about the paranoia? Yeah. That you would set up. For set up for these other people. So here, so it's bullshit. So this is why we, this is why we call it bullshit files. Again, this is I think this is what kind of like culminated us to recording a lot of these bullshit files series is because, oh my god, like what did I say? I said I'm like I'm gonna take I'm gonna go deposit that into the to- like that. Yeah, that it was thing. yesterday, right? I'm gonna go deposit that into the toilet because yeah. that's so we did that. In that it's episode. so god awful, and we should ask your parents what they think of it. Oh my god! We That's should, what we should do. Every we, time we have a bullshit one, we should go talk to your parents, hear their opinions, and bring it back because your parents have been happily married without one fight for what fifty five years. Fifty five years. And when we've shared with them yesterday, when we were out to dinner <laughs> about yesterday's episode, which one was that? That was the uh, love the fighter one. You destructive have, fighting. The, yeah, uh, you can still love somebody but still be a destructive fighter, and fighting is healthy relationships. And oh, we also told them Mel Robbins quote, and they were like, "What the actual fuck?" Even my is my this? seeing my dad's jaw drop. <laughs> I've never seen my dad's jaw drop like that. He was like, "What is He's like, this? What idiocy? in the living hell is this?" He's like, "People just say stuff to say stuff. There's nothing." Yeah, to and it. then what my, my mom's also thing was, if I have to, if we have to constantly be fighting and we're not treating each other kindless, I wouldn't be in this relationship. Right, like, what are we doing? Like, why are we fighting? Why do we? Need, why do? Why is that chaos? It was so cute too, and when, when they she looked at him and she's like, "Have we ever had a fight?" <laughs> They're like going back through decades of time. They're like, no, I don't think so. We've never had a fight. Hey, did you remember the time where I gave you like six hundred dollars in, in gambling winnings? Oh yeah, and then you and you, blew spent it all, it and you blew it all. And they just giggled. But it was two hundred dollars. No, it was a lot more oh, than two hundred dollars. Sure I was pretty that. sure it was more than that. Yeah. And they're kind of like chucking it. My parents get annoyed. They have tiffs, but they they adore I've each other. I've never heard. I I'm forty years old. Yeah. I have never, ever heard my parents yell. At each other or no, scream at each other. They don't fight. even go into that energy. No, they don't they don't have that. Like they no. love each other and they treat each other kindly even in a disagreement. Yeah, they're not like gotta make sure I put my love deposits in today. But in a, so what I think that concept is is trying to speak to, it's like when you don't really understand something and so you analyze it and mm-hmm. then you put a system to it, but they're doing it naturally. It's like they naturally are what you would be doing, like a love deposit. They're constantly reinforcing love like you and I do well, naturally. Yeah, they're affirming each other's they love by doing other. the little things. Like yeah. so tonight, like I'm doing your dishes or I fill your or I fill your Brita filter. Yeah. Or I clean out your tea coffee cup. teacup. I, I don't do that to like keep score or to make do anything else. I do that because I love you and I wanna take stuff off your plate. 
or I want to make your life a little bit easier because I love you. It's not but coming that's like, coming from your heart yeah. and there's something so genuine about it. But you can tell when somebody's doing something just to kind of get the reward of it where they're not really doing it from an intuitive place. They're not doing it from a loving place. They're not doing it because they really understand you. It's like when we were talking to your parents, they were like, it's, oh, this sounds like a lack of compatibility. And yeah. that's what you and I have come mm-hmm. back to so many times. It's a lack of connection, lack of compatibility. And interestingly, that's exactly what your parents were saying. Yeah. So if you have connection, you have compatibility, and you can keep coming back to one another, then you will be making what looks on the outside like these love deposits. But what you're really doing is just reinforcing love over and over and over and over again in a way that feels natural for you. It doesn't feel like work. Like, you know, when you're in the relation- a relationship where you are trying to figure out what is going to make this person happy because what you do, they don't like. You do it this way, they don't like it. Like I had one partner who didn't like the way that I like took care of certain things i'm like but that's the way i do it like or didn't cut your tomatoes the right way yeah i think this person called me selfish numerous times because i i wasn't caretaking in the way that they needed i was like well you could also articulate to me because i don't necessarily understand but i will go above and beyond if i understand your needs but this also speaks to the fact that that person didn't speak their needs Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you can't be really honest, really transparent, emotionally intelligent, et cetera, with somebody, then they're not going to know. You're just playing games. Yeah. And... Your well, gears are going. Oh, I'm, like, all over the place here. Mm-hmm. Because there's light layers So, if I'm trying to make a love deposit, okay, so let's, let's, let's kind of, like, do one specific test. Oh, honey, I made your coffee today. Oh, honey, thank you so much. I love you. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that for you. I did that for me. Uh-huh. I did that. That's the selfish one. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So well, that's another That's another caveat here. Mm-hmm. You're not doing love deposits to like make the relationship better. You're doing it so you can feed something within you mm-hmm. that you probably can't communicate enough. Like, hey, honey, can I have a little bit more attention? Exactly. Can I have a little bit more affection? Yep. Can you t- like, tell me you love me and call me pretty or something? Mm-hmm. Like, feed me all. Oh, feed me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> Rub my butt. Yeah. You know, like, just dumb things. And, like, like that's where the ego gets involved. But there's a lot of fear there. Or, like, mm-hmm. hey, if I don't do this, they're not going to tell me that they love me. Mm-hmm. When you're just, like, so in your fucking head. Is that, like, a, is that, is that come from an anxious attachment, then? I think it could, right? It can come from, like, when you're talking about this thing about selfishness, when I think about this particular person. Um, like, I'm doing this so you can tell me that you They did me. things to help t- that, that made them feel better, that looked like it made them generous, but I think they were really doing it to fill, like, a void within them, and they wanted that approval from others, so really it was all self selfishly motivated, but then when I didn't do it in those ways, I was a selfish one. It's such an interesting projection. What a dynamic, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's what this, these things can get so complicated and really complex, and if you can't figure those things out together, like you and I usually can, we can always, yeah. it might take us some time, but yeah, we can figure out where shit's coming from. Well, there's also, and it's, it's a lot of want versus need. I want to do this for you because I love you. Oh, I need to do this so I can like keep yeah, score. Yeah, that's when you're in your head. And I don't, do you relate to, I'm sure you relate to that feeling of like, I have to try to figure out what I need to do in order to keep this person happy or to keep us connected. Oh, is this getting into happy wife, happy life type of shit? Maybe. Well, maybe for you. Yeah. Well, that case. But that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure out what what's going to make this person happy. Because if I say it this way or do it this way or show I'm it this trouble. way. Yeah, so then you're always in your head. Like, 
what is it going to take to help to make this person feel more loved or whatever? Because they're not fucking telling you. And then you go about trying to make your love deposits. Like, what do you do? Like, get out a, like, notebook? Tell me the things that make you feel loved. Holy shit. We've never had to do that. Can we have our pros and cons of why we should stay married? Oh, I... Th- am I- Anytime a pros and cons list comes out, go to the cons. My, con- you know my cons weak. list was, like, twice as long. And yep. I'm like, I'm like... Oh, well, there's some more evidence. And the pros list is always, like, <laughs> some generic shit, you know, when you look oh, at I the lo- pros. I love her. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I had a hard time writing that one out. Yeah. I was like, uh, They're nice. Not, well, in your case, maybe not. But, like, you know, you come up with these, like, very generic things, and you look at the cons list, and there's these very, like, detailed. They're so fucking detailed. I was about to say it's precise, like. <laughs> when they do this and that and this. They did this on October 13th of 2018 mm-hmm. at 11 o'clock in the morning. Right. It was a Saturday. Yes. The weather was 55 and sunny. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, the cons list. That's a good one. Pros and cons list. If you have approached a pros and cons list, you're probably done. Because that con, like, if you have to do a pros and cons list with a partner, like, you're in your head, because I was always in my head. I've probably done about three of those lists. And you're like, okay, so what the fuck is going on? And you have this list Should of a I bunch stay of... with them or not? Right. I love them. Oh, my God. They're an alcoholic. <laughs> They don't seem to express their emotions. They're not nice to me, whatever the list is. That's the thing. They don't... Right, right there it says they're not nice to me. They don't call me when they say they will. I can't trust my feelings around them. Sometimes they're angry and I don't know why. I've stopped seeing my friends, you know, and on the other side, we get along sometimes. <laughs> we like the same TV shows. All right. Anyway, so pros and cons lists. But yeah, so this is this, this is like... Wants and needs. If I don't do this, this stuff is going to happen. If I do this, I'm safe for another day. Well, then what's the alternative? So if people are in this situation... Like, you do things because you want to do them for yep. these other people. Yep. If it you, takes that much you effort... Don't, you don't do them because they expect it, or you need to, or the relationship dynamics or their mood depends upon oh this gosh. action. Right. Um... I, I I know, and sometimes like you you're in a if you're doing it if, trying to if like, you're a caretaker and you actually have to do it, mm-hmm. like you know it would say like I guess after somebody has a baby, like you should probably step up and do way more shit you around the step house, the fuck up, yeah. and like change the diaper every single fucking time. Mm-hmm. We need to do an episode on things like that. Oh yeah, maybe from the masculine male perspective. So really quickly on that, yeah, I've changed more diapers in the first month of my first daughter mm-hmm. than male members of my family, not my dad, uh, but other male members of my family have ever, ever changed. Actually, when I changed the diaper the first day, I've officially changed more di- diapers than certain males in my family. Wow. It's crazy. Well, wasn't, weren't you doing the bulk of that stuff anyway? Yes. Yeah. Well, at the, at the same time, it's like how I approach, like, like today, where I'm like, you're like, don't, you don't have to, do, I'm going to do my dishes tomorrow. I'm going to so do it today think. because it's really fucking easy and I'm already getting up and like, why not? I can take right. it off your plate. Right. In the sense when I was like doing that for my, for my ex was like, listen, like if I'm going to, if you're going to get up in the middle like to feed the baby, mm-hmm. I can change their diaper. Like, mm-hmm. le- I like, and here's the thing. I like, I want to help in the first place. Right. I like being involved because I don't want to like. Because you're a good fucking human. Yeah. So like I'm going to That's like a good one. I'm like gonna being sh- involved. like I'm gonna share the load here like if we ha- if, like pretty much when we're together we live at your place mm-hmm. me and you yeah yeah so I'm going to 
clean up after myself. But I'm also like, if we make dinner, sit on your ass on the couch. I'm going to take care of the rest. Yeah. I'm going to put stuff away. Not because of any more reason than I care about you and I don't need you to be doing all this extra shit in the first place. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't care. I like doing it. I like. Well, and then you can come over on the couch and I'll cup your back. And that's the thing. Like, like there's this But they're balance. not love deposits. They're no, like natural do. balance. Or if you're like, I'm going to go handle this stuff. I'm like, you need to sit the fuck down and I'm going to do it now. Yeah. And, it's, and you're like, thank God. Because I just, I, is that okay? Because I really just want to sit down. And I think there's caretaking involved. And that's great. But at the same time, like, if I'm, like, we're involved with each other, we're going to do things just out of the kindness of our hearts because it's for our partner right so when you get to this spot around like we need to logically you know in this part of our brain where we're just strategizing like if you have to think about it and you have to strategize, like it should just come naturally oh i'm gonna do this because why not so then the conversation probably instead of love deposits would be like, well, number one, why are we here and do we feel like we need them? It's, how are we neglecting each other? How yeah. are we, like in the last episode, how are we resenting each other? How are we seeing one another? How much do we understand each other? Like, are we asking questions? Are we involved? Are we deep with like, because the more you know somebody, and maybe this is what it's about, like how well do you know this person? How much do you like this person? How much do you enjoy loving this person? Mm-hmm. How much do you enjoy doing things for and with and around this person those are the much more important questions that if you answer those honestly you'll understand why you got to the place anyway of the love deposits and if it's just man we haven't really spent a lot of time connecting we should go deeper and explore this and get to know one another it was quick um cool but if it's that actually the more i get to know you the more i don't like you and the less i understand you and maybe this is not a good use of my time fucking leave go get the fuck out of it right yeah we're not we're not really in agreement with the concept of your relationship is it's love forced. Thing. If you have to force acts of kindness, what is, what is it? Is that the thing? Is that the love language? What, sweetie? That love language, acts of kindness or whatever. What is it? Service. Acts of service. That's definitely my love language. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you have to force that in order to achieve some sort of balance, yeah. you're already in dysfunction. I have a question coming. I can feel it. I don't know if I heard it like somebody was thinking this or... I have a message coming through. No, I'm just kidding. From the earlier. Oh, my God. I'm being called and led to say something. Um, oh, my God. Here we go. So here's one that I, I actually do know is common, and I'm going to gender it, and it's, we're just going to play the game because people might relate. Um, actually, so not even gender it. Let's just leave it like this. When you speak of love languages, okay. some will say, one of my, my partner has a love language of physical touch, and it's their top one. But, like, it's not mine, and I don't really want to be touched that often. I don't really want to engage that much, but I feel like I need to, and I have to, in order to make this person happy. That's an interesting one. I don't know if I've ever had this conversation with you. This isn't us. Is that what you're talking about? No, I don't know if I've ever said this to you. Like, I've oh, ever had this what conversation. what we're about to do? Yeah, what I'm about to say. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Okay. Sometimes I feel like the love, the five love languages are complete bullshit. Oh, they totally are. Oh, well, fuck. I thought I was like saying something. It's just another thing people glom onto. Well, I think it's the human way of trying to like. uh, Yeah, it was the human way of trying to organize things and everything that because we're like, oh, what's other love languages? Music, making food for somebody, Mm -hmm. or like music. You washing my teacup. Yeah, so I I think there's that's totally so acts of service. I would call it that, but. But it's just, it's different. It is. It's, it's just like putting people into categories. But physical touch, some people, particularly of more of a masculine, 
Usually. Yeah, yeah, they see physical touch meaning sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, that help. they need that in order to feel connected and all this other stuff. And But then, like, it puts their partner in the position of whoever is the one that feels like they need... I'm just using this as an example yeah. because this goes into that. Well, in order for you to make love deposits, we need to be having more sex, which is atrocious, I, by the way. I, I think it's that's... a horrible I think dynamic. it's actually kind of gross. It's super gross. When, I've been see, in when I See, when I hear physical touch, I... Th- in my mind, at least how I interpret that is... It's more hand holding. Mm-hmm. It's more cuddling. It's you know you walk like past proximity. each you walk yeah you walk past each other in the hallway. If you're not slapping each other's butts, like if they're com- red flags. If I come yeah I was about to say if, if I'm like not touching your butt a couple times a day, like we should 20. probably we should probably have a conversation. And yeah. I'm I'm easily into the dozens a day. Mm-hmm. But like that's same the, actually that's the kind of thing where of like physical. Physical touch means for me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sex is very important, but I think sex is, like, if we're going to start, like, diagnosing or, or coming up with love languages or creating love languages, sex is its very own. It has its own language. Because people can touch without having sex and have that be extremely intimate and mm-hmm. extremely connecting. Mm-hmm. Like, when we were, we were sitting on the couch and you were, like, gently, like, rubbing my um, forearm, forearm uh-huh. or you were massaging the palm of my hand, or mm-hmm. we were just holding hands, I think it's very intimate. intimate. Yeah. I think it's very connective. Even, like, even when I'm watching, we're either, what, was this when we were watching alien shows or we were watching football? Um, I don't Both? know, baby. It might have been either, but even though we might have not been, like, fully engaged. Mm -hmm. We're connected. But we're connected. We're holding hands. Like, I want any excuse possible to hold your hand. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I like that. And Mm -hmm. our hands find each other. Okay, so let's circle back to the whole. Let's go all the way back here. Mm -hmm. To the first thing I said? To the love deposits. Oh, okay. Okay, so let's circle the love deposits. As physical touch? A.K.A. physical touch or any of the love language, how we got there. Otherwise, I'm just going to talk about... How much like a toucher touching our hands or something like that? <laughs> you know, like, I think you I touch yours you more t- than mine. Then you touch mine sometimes. There are days. We're pretty equal. But here's the thing too. Will you remember your thought if I just say one thing? Yeah, sure. You remember your trajectory? I have no idea. Okay, well then go ahead. I have, no, no, I have no idea what's going on. You go. No, baby, go. Baby, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was simply going to say I'm inspired to, to physical contact when I'm feeling a certain way about somebody mm-hmm. like and i think that that's normal and human we'll be more drawn to one another physically and more drawn to touch if we're on the same page if we feel safe yes if we feel safe if we feel connected and each of you goes back and forth doing that i just have a thought yeah so early on in our podcasting career we talked about like our bodies knowing dangerous situations or not and maybe yeah. it's not listening oh, to your bodies when no, you get headaches no. or people get ed yeah or um People aren't that moist downstairs. Yeah. You know, you're just not into it. Like, but we're touching each other. We're trying to have sex. Mm-hmm. But nothing's working. Mm-hmm. I'm not aroused. I'm getting hurt. Hot mess. Wow. Like, did we just do full circle here? Maybe. Like, this whole physical touch thing and love deposit thing. Like, mm-hmm. if you feel safe, if you feel connected. You'll want to touch. You'll want to touch more. You'll want to put some deposits in. Ching, ching, ching. I was about to say. We, Slot machines. This, I is, don't know. this is like double entendre. I wanted I to know. make some deposit. Yeah. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jackpot, baby. So again, so love deposits. Well, wait a second. Were you going to talk about what we, what you would, what we would tell some, like when people are like, oh, 
this person wants me to make love deposits in these ways, but doesn't feel right for me. It doesn't feel good for me. Da, 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 da. Here's the thing. If you have to use the word love deposits. I know, but you know what I mean. This person doesn't feel loved. Um, you know what I would say about it? Mm. Having been in these experiences, the relationship's, oh, I'm going to say it. The relationship's probably not great. If you're that Correct. incompatible. No, I, I would say there is some sort of disconnection or there's some, like, things aren't firing, fi- firing in all cylinders. And you can this, diagnose that This on is something level. that you'd say, let's have a conversation here. You know, honey, I really, like, I, man, I love when you hold my hand in public. Mm-hmm. And... I don't want to fucking hold your hand because I don't feel great around you. But yes, I hear you. Jesus Christ. But this, I've been in these. Yeah. But it, I mean, it, it like... It's so crazy. <laughs> but it, it, in, in the situation, my mind was like, oh, man, you know, yeah, you know, like, I love holding your hand, too. And I just, we just stopped somewhere. Can, that's totally different. That's sweet. But that's what I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, some of these love deposits are just, like, little miniature things of disconnect where you're trying to reconnect and reignite something. Yeah. And, but you can't force that either. You have to want to do this stuff. Right. Like, it, yes, and I'm also le- be mindful about how far you go trying to do this for people too. Yeah, because it's not here's the, it's not performative either. Right. And a lot of these things feel performative because you're not doing it for love. You're doing it to like keep track and keep score. Oh, hey, if or I you're doing t- it from anxiety. You guys have to tell each other you love each other five times a day, or you have to kiss in the morning and kiss when you go home home for eight seconds. Yeah, but that's not I'm even a love deposit. That's cool. We should do that. Like, we should do that more. We do, but we should do it more. I've thought about it quite a bit. I think we should do that. But you you stop doing it. You stop making those love deposits, Mike. I'm feeling very neglected. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just Get kidding. out of here. Um, Just don't, you know, like, one thing can happen is you can kind of lose yourself as you're trying to, like, overcompensate or try to meet this person where they are. Get in your head a lot. I've been this person for just about every relationship where you are in your head and you're trying to do things, figure things out, whatever, to appease them, make them happy, especially like in that intimacy department. It's like you can go down some weird things thinking that like, oh, you just need to learn how to feel a certain way about somebody. But you're like, literally, I cannot. So then bye. A lot of these things are really just symptoms of disconnect and dysfunction and lack of compatibility yeah i mean and you can get you can get a lot of that stuff back by treating your relationship like an actual relationship if it was there in the first place in a really natural way but i don't know can you really get this back i think a lot of people go off the rails yeah and maybe they're afraid to like admit it well, I think once things get deeper, once things become more committed, then everybody's shit shows up, you know? Yeah. And people show their true colors, and then you start learning more. And so, do you get it back, or is it just in certain phases of particular types of relationships, what you're working with is not the real thing? Yeah, or, you know, do you get so, like, wrapped up in the minutia and the autopilot of a relationship of kids and work and this and that? And, again, if, like, a person that pours from an empty cup and doesn't take care of themselves. I love do, that you're pointing at yourself right now. Well, because that's all I did. I know. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> but do couples do that too? Mm-hmm. Do couples pour from an empty cup and give to the family or the house or everything else and they give to jobs and this and this? And by the end of the day, how do you give to a relationship when your cup is not full? Well, that's another conversation. Yeah. I love that you bring it because we have very different similar in some levels but very different relationship experiences and i can hear when i'm listening like you bring in more of that like long-term relationship 
disconnects, etc. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, with maybe people you know, like, you bring that lens and how these things might show up in, like, almost like a healthy, normal dynamic. Oh, well, you know, just things got away from us and now we're finding right back. And then from my lens, because it was chaos, you know, and destruction, <laughs> I'm like... Yeah. Firebolts and lightning. Right. Like, but you might want to be careful because this might not be safe because you might get lost or. I, I think with a lot of these things, it, it happens in like big, rela- not big relationships, but like if this is shit that's happening, like in the first three months of a relationship, get the fuck out of it. Oh my gosh. Like there's nothing there. I think like we're in a very long term committed serious relationship. Yeah. There's going to be other situations that are going to make it permanent. And other things. Mm-hmm. I like making her smile when I say shit like that. Mhm. And like these are bi- these are little things that can turn into very large things. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen quickly. It happens over time. It's yeah. slow. It's a very it's a very uh, glacier type of experience. Yep. To where, hey, you blink, it's been five years. Oh, where's the spark? Mm. Oh, well, hey, you don't kiss me like you used to kiss me. Or, hey, we like, you used to make the bed every day for us, and now you just get up and oh leave. Oh, my God, it's so frustrating. And it's, and it's just not the fact that like, there's no love there. There's just like... Everybody, we moved on. Like, everybody, your focus every, is different. Yeah, everybody got in everybody's way. You're getting in your head. Like, you haven't prioritized the relationship like you used to. Yeah. And... Maybe that's a better way of describing it. Instead of the love deposits, it's, which we've talked about before, is chemistry... No, sorry. Chem- compatibility, connection, and how much you're prioritizing your relationship in this person. And if you no longer feel like you can do that or it's not working out anymore or whatever, then that's something worth looking at. But if you really do love this person and want to continue to prioritize them then that will lead you. Like, that's like your North Star, I was right? going to say, yeah, you mean, and that's the thing. Like, a couple that's a year in is going to behave and evolve differently than a couple that's five years in. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not the same couple. And if you are, that's, that's probably an issue. Yeah. Because you should be different people in five years. So there's growth and there's evolution. And if it's some, you know, like, you can't just, like, well, hey, I'm going to love her the way I've always loved her. No, I'm going to find... I'm going to love you the way I always have, but I'm going to find new and exciting ways to do this. I'm going to find more ways to do this. I'm going to make sure to keep that fresh, but that's not transaction. Mm -hmm. That's just like finding, like, it's fun. It's exciting to go on the adventure of finding new ways to show you that I love you. Cute. (laughs) And I got lost in the moment. I got lost by looking at you. But like... You just made a love deposit, I did make a love deposit. (laughs) Um, But like... You know, like, but there's certain things that are always going to stick. I think you had, you had somebody that you talked to me about how they, like, there's a coffee, a fresh coffee made. Yeah. Or something. Right. And I think that stuff's super cute. And, you know, after 50 years, that makes you feel like the, the, from, uh, the, the old couple from Up, mm. which is. I saw that, but it's I don't so dynamic. It's, it's so, yeah. like, it's really nice. And then it gets, it just rips your heart out. Yeah. But those are little things that are important, but you always find new and creative ways to love each other. Mm-hmm. But it's because you love the person, not because you feel like you should be forced to do these things. Yep. These are all, this is always a choice. Every day you wake up and you choose to love your partner in the, in the, in, in the most dynamic ways you can. Yep. If it's slapping them on the ass and making them a cup of coffee, that's great. Mm-hmm. If it's writing them a love letter, that's great. If it's taking out the trash or 
hey, babe, I'll make the kids lunches today for school. Mm-hmm. Go, you know, go spend an extra five minutes reading or taking a shower. Mm-hmm. I think that's all great. Mm-hmm. But I think it's being open to being flexible, to being adaptive, um, and evolving with that. Mm-hmm. So these, these quote-unquote love deposits, these, these feel like tasks, mm-hmm. like it's almost like a honey-do list. Yeah. Those go by the wayside because... I may need to love you differently on a Wednesday than on a Tuesday. Such a good point, right? Like, if you're doing it in real time, my eyes are like, mm. And that's the thing. It should be in real time. It should, because it can't be Which the same. Which means premeditated and all yeah. that stuff doesn't fucking work. You but this can't is plan not... to love somebody. Right. You just have to show up and do it. Right. Yeah. That's why these things get so complicated. And it's just too much work. And things can be a lot easier. You know, the truth is, none of us are easy to be with. Fuck that noise. This shit can be easy and you want it to be, but that's not necessarily, I'm not going to call it rare, but I am going to call it the exception. There'll be lots of people you could date or be in partnerships with that you'll have levels of compatibility and connection, whatever. But there are other things like when you're shopping and you find the thing that's like the most perfect fucking fit under the sun, you're mm-hmm. obsessed with it, you know, like the day I put on those pants and we were like, what and is we, you this don't, magic? You don't question it. You're like, yes, no, let's get take it. my money. Like, let's go. This is it. Yeah. We're doing this thing forever. Um, at least with the pants until they're not cool anymore. But in the relationship, <laughs> it just fits. It just works and hopefully it doesn't go out of style. Keep it fresh. <laughs> oh my God. That's so fucking funny. You got to do the keep it fresh, and then I think we can wrap. Oh my god! Yeah. So basically, I, okay. So first of all, making love deposits is bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. It's task oriented. It's egocentric. It's inauthentic. It's completely inauthentic. It comes it's from not like fortifying it, to it, a real it, relationship. It, it feels cheap and shallow, and it comes from the completely long, the wrong place. Yep. If I if I ever have to make a mental note. Make sure I tell Kaylin I love her. Oh, my God. And, and I've oh, been in those things, and we can feel the difference. Now, it's different than, like, hey, every Tuesday, he buys me flowers. Because but, that's and that'll never deposit. be Right, but that'll never be an ex- expectation, though. Correct. You know, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's my expectation. So keep that in mind. Yeah, so I think there's difference between of patterns and love deposits. Yeah. So, like, hey, every day he makes me coffee. Every every day she makes him lunch for work. Those on, a are, gen, on a general ongoing basis, we tend to interact in these ways yeah. that feel good. And yeah, we take care of each other the ways that we can to make their day, make them feel loved, make their day easier. You know what this made me think about, too? Mm. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Say what I make you think of. I realized that what this really is, which is what you and I have come back to so many times, is how does your relationship feel on a moment-to-moment basis? Well, if you like people, you're not going to do that shit for them. Or if you don't like people, you're not going to do that shit. What? Go ahead. Uh, what does that mean? Well, I, was, I, was, I was assuming that if you didn't like a person, you wouldn't be doing nice things for them in the first no, place. No, no, yeah. But I was, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, though, that we're talking about these love deposits, and you're, you're doing the love deposit because you want to create a certain experience for your partner. But why is that? Because you're trying to maintain a certain thing. But why is that? Because you want things to feel a certain way. And in my relationship with you, there's a resonance to it that we always come back to. And it has different channels and frequencies, but it's pretty much always the same thing. Now, if we weren't 
able to keep finding that home tone or that home go on music now the home frequency with each other that feeling of like oh this is us this is what it is to be us this is how it feels if that wasn't like being sustained Mm -hmm. and nurtured and like something we could really lean into and rely on then we would feel like we need to be better at making love deposits because one of us is feeling neglected one of us is feeling insert whatever here but why is that because something's not being maintained consistently Mm -hmm. which is a general way of how you interact with somebody like it feels a certain way we behave certain ways we have certain types of conversations because you were talking about different things you could do like i'll make your coffee this and that and that's true but what's really happening is the entire matrix of like the fabric of the relationship how does it feel on a like 24-7 24-7 basis. Do you think the person that makes love deposits is an over-functioner? Mm. See, I see them almost as somebody who's like gone way into their logic. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to work with their emotions very well. So they're like, okay, so I need to make some love deposits. Is it, and I'm not going to say it's a narcissist. But oh, you know what I mean? It's like, a, oh, it's a one plus one equals two thing. If I do this and I make love deposits, this is going to be better. Then I get the thing. Therefore, I get the thing. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Not saying that people that are trying to make love deposits um, are that, but I think that could be... But I think that's the logic that plays out in their head. Yeah, or somebody that's with somebody like that, Mm -hmm. like a a really heart-centered, more empathy-based person, is trying to make those quote-unquote love deposits because they don't understand their partner, or their partner's not emotionally, like, alive. Oh, my God. Or emotionally regulated, or whatever, so then they don't know how to, like, work with them. But in either case, no matter what... It doesn't seem like a good thing at all. No. No, I, I, I think if it, if if anybody if this if <laughs> it's like signs that your relationship is like heading the in the wrong direction. Oh yeah, marriage counseling, mm-hmm. love deposits, mm-hmm. like that kind of shit. You hear those things, pros and cons list. You're like, oh, you guys aren't doing that well. Yeah, pros and cons list. Ooh boy, I think we killed it today. I think we did well. I appreciate this. I think we did. A, I think we beat this shit into the ground. Considering we've been thinking about well, it. For I was. Like two well, or we three were, yeah, and I was. It's kind of funny. You're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, let's make a podcast. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm like, I have a lot of energy right now. Do you have less? Because I do. Oh, I'm. I want to. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> okay, me too. <laughs> we did it. I want to do my homeopathy and Perfect. go to bed. Yeah. Instead of psychedelics, Mike and I do homeopathy, and by do I mean utilize in a a, a very balanced and regulated way. Correct. Okay, so those are our thoughts. What do you think? Yeah, what do you guys think? Oh, they're talking to me. I was like, I just told you for the last for the last forty minutes I've been talking. Have you been listening, (laughs) baby? Can we make a love deposit and uh, maybe a transaction for some hearing aids or some some attention spans? Um, No, but what do you guys think? Like, yeah, what what did this make you think? Like, do you like? What's your feedback? Yeah, I I, a I want to know about the other bullshit files we talked about. No shit. So fighting. Uh, what was the other bullshit file? The line after line of that quote that we hated so much. Oh, the None Ra- of us are easy to be with. We magnify stuff. each yeah. other's weaknesses. Everybody's a bunch of bullshit. But like, oh my God. Yes. Right? So what are your thoughts? Um, you can send us things like we've said before um, at Kellen slash or dot com, whatever. I say it in everything. It's in, it's all It's in the notes. It's everywhere. <laughs> Go to the website. You can fill out the form. And what's going to happen is it's going to land in our inbox. Um, you can keep it as anonymous as you want. You can mm-hmm. send no, us links to Instagram and things like that. Or if you're like, hey, I saw this quote. Or, hey, you know, this showed up in my relationship. And I really don't know what to think about it. And I'm torn. 
Um, obviously your person, your relationship is completely unique and generic advice is never the fucking uh, way. Shit. I was just about to say we should do a whole episode on like just the overall feeling of this demo of the demographics of we're going to give the most generic <laughs> jargony, jargony filled advice oh my so we can reach 3 million people. Yeah. We want to go viral. So we're going to say the stupidest fucking shit with like the studio lighting and hope that we want to we have reach a, yeah, we want to have another 150 couples oh fill out the same God. forms and ask the same questions and go through the same go through the same classes and courses and everything else because all 150 of you couples are the exact fucking same. But you know what? The people that we are and the people that listen to this and the people that resonate yeah. with this are not those fucking people. Correct. They don't want generic. They don't want cookie cutter. They don't want these standardized stupid processes. They might get to points where they're like trying them out, but like they know there's something you realize so there's much... completely something missing to all that shit. Yes. And that's like the thing that infuriates people and drives them crazy. So like the thing that we lead with is we can lead by example of like, hey, this works. This is easy. This is healthy. This is how it goes. This is a possibility for you. You get to have your own dream relationship. Not like, oh, I put this person on my vision board and they showed up. It's like, holy shit, this person is my person. Can we write a book that says yes. fighting in relationships is bullshit? And then like, just like, we will just... <laughs> Everybody will hate on us. It'll be it'll be the best marketing ever. Don't hate on me. I'll hate on you back. You're like everybody. Healthy couples fight. Uh, why? Like right. here, hold on. Let's, you... go, let's go get Jack and Lydia, oh, and like yeah. you know, let's have them bring them. So That's hey guys, after 50, 55 years and you guys haven't fought, why 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 do you think fighting's bullshit? And then my dad, he will he will just drop three lines of the most perfect shit yep. of all time, and then yep. my mom will talk for an hour. So cute. <laughs> She'll fill in the gaps. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Written by Jack and Lid. I remember when I would hear older couples say, like in interviews and things, oh yeah, we never fight. I was like, they just may just be a different breed of person than the people that I've been with. I don't even know how that's like possible. Not that I like to fight with people, but I've been in relationships that became confrontational yeah. because people are bullying I, you. I loved it when my mom said last night, if we fought all the time, we wouldn't be together. Right. And I... Fighting's not healthy. I found that so. I found I found so I was so happy that my mom c- could say that. That was a profound conversation. Yeah. I felt different after that. I felt like healed. I came home and felt like I was like nestled up in a little like invisible blanket of safe love. Like, I was about to say you're like we need to go. We need to hang out with your parents more. Yeah, it was like changed, you know, because it changes to be around people like that. It changes your energy field. It changes your brain. Like you get to not just witness something but feel it, because we all know I'm going to go to the energy. You're not witnessing shit. You're feeling it. Like people are listening to this, especially if they were around us, they would feel it more. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter exactly what to the like exactly what people are saying. It really matters like the feeling underneath of it. And your parents. Oh, and the shit chill. that my mom says to you when she hugs you. What? Like, what did my mom the first time my mom said when she hugged you? Oh, when she like pulled me aside yeah. and said like, like "Thank mom, you my, for saving my son." Yeah, my mom says some profound shit. She says I'm, I'm like the desert blossom. Yeah. In my son's life. That's, yeah. <laughs> that saved my son's life. Yeah. Or what, oh, no, the first time I met her, she said, thank you so much. You gave my son back to yeah. me. He's not been happy for a long time, but here I am. Which also, like, pokes into that lie that, you know, like, you need to be in, you need to be, like, the happiest you've ever been in order to, like, have the right person for mm-hmm. you. That's not true. 
Which is an interesting one. Yeah, I was mostly miserable when I met you. <laughs> like, I had my shit that made me happy, but I was pretty fucking miserable. Yeah. Like, like... You were I, all right. We've talked about... You I was all okay, right. Really. Like, I was, like, getting better, but I still wasn't, like, thrilled. Well, we didn't have this. No, we didn't have any this of this. This added so many infinite levels. This was... This is fun. Uh-huh. I keep seeing pictures of aliens in my head right now. Can we watch something before we go to bed? And I don't know if it's, like, we're they're gonna, listen, trying to talk to me. Listen, we're going to watch something before we go to bed. We watched The Encounters on Netflix and... Okay. We, we binged it through this entire... Add week. flag. The maximum recording time is 60 minutes. Oh, we're, oh, we're almost good. done, baby. Okay, so let's wrap this up. I keep seeing them in my head. Okay, we're going to watch something because this is horseshit. I'm not having nightmares <laughs> with you. You're not having what? I'm not having nightmares with you. Is I don't know if it's a nightmare. I'm wondering if like nope, we watched nope, too much. Nope, nope, nope. Don't and even like, nope, no, nope, don't even go there. Nope, not even saying I it. I can see it right no, here. I, you, listen, you know how I feel about the you movie. You know how I feel. They scare you the shit out of me. You know how I feel about the movie Signs. We are not going into that. No, no, no. No, no, no. So there's a show on Netflix called no. Encounters. Maybe it's you can watch show. it. We, well, my Sponsor dad, us. My dad said he was going to watch the show. Yeah. He said it was interesting. I'm like, okay. Basically, now this is just a conversation with Kaylin and Mike. We, we should, should talk stop. about it. We should, we should, I'll say, we should talk <laughs> about it. This is how we banter. Anyways. We're done. Um, That's it. Send us things. Yeah, we like, love share, you. subscribe, all that kind Find of shit Find us in places. I say. We're yeah. here for this. The more that you bring to this, the more that we can stop bring to this Stop fucking too. fighting. Stop these bullshit transactional things of love. And yeah, we're like, here for real love. Don't don't settle for your partner's bullshit and like ignore your own stuff oh anymore. Mel Robbins. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I didn't say it. It was Mike. Yeah, I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. That's it. Bye. Peace Bye. out. Bye.